0: stretchy pants? Because of all the turkey. Hi everyone, my name is Jordan Reed.
1: And I'm Lindsay Reed.
0: And this is Spooky Spouses, a podcast about ghosts and stuff.
1: Each week we talk about things like paranormal stuff.
0: Too much turkey.
1: Urban legends.
0: Stuffing or is it something else that's haunted?
1: Jordan talks a lot about aliens.
0: Not anymore. I changed it. Starting now, <laughs> um, we also talk about what's a real one, skeletons.
1: I don't, well, yeah, we've kind of talked about skeletons
0: inadvertently, I think
1: the ones at Disney World. Oh, yeah, the real skeletons <laughs> yeah. that were used at Disney World.
0: Wasn't it Pirates of the Caribbean? I think so, yeah,
1: yeah, anything paranormal related or just spooky.
0: Every single solitary week since 1963, just kidding, since 2017, in October. Lindsay and I separately will research a topic, walk inside of our house, and then sit down and record a show where we discuss what we research for the first time ever on the history of ever.
1: So we listen with you.
0: And it's a very nice thing to do.
1: Yeah. Thanks for joining.
0: And also Thanksgiving for joining us because that was this past week.
1: Yes, I ate too much food.
0: I did too, and we always say we're going to go home and be like okay, this year for sure we won't we won't go nuts. I don't think we went nuts, but it's just man, so much bread, everything bread.
1: There's just a lot of snacks around. There's always snacks.
0: Yeah, you're constantly surrounded by snacks.
1: Turkey snacks, gravy snacks. We had truffle snacks, not mushrooms, but truffle chocolates.
0: Yeah, little chocolate treats. Yeah. It was a lot of food. I'm a little tired because because we ate a lot and we drove a lot. And we were supposed to record an episode in Madison, but we didn't because I think we also kid ourselves and think that we're not going to be as busy as we are when we go home for the holidays.
1: Well, because our moms this year kind of like planned our days.
0: Yes. Our moms get along (laughs) so well.
1: We call them the Giggle Twins. Uh They're buddies. You know, one planned a game night party, and then the other one planned our first escape room.
0: Yeah, we did an escape room, for sure.
1: Neither one of us got out. We were in different rooms.
0: Yeah, because we had to draw numbers, because there were eight of us. And then you had to draw either a one or a two, so the teams were evenly split and fairly split.
1: My biggest pet peeve is my theme was a murder mystery mansion. An MMM which could have been really cool, but there was like nothing scary about it.
0: Well, there was, you said there was a mouse that shot out of the wall.
1: Yeah. Well, I don't want to do any spoilers, but yeah, mouse shot out of the wall into the Christmas tree. And thank God we found him, I guess. I mean, it wasn't really scary.
0: And I was in a room where it was all about codes and hacking. Yeah. That was fine. You know, we, we got close to being out. We were, I think, two steps away. Yeah. From getting out.
1: Well, I found out later that my group was in the hardest puzzle room. And then when I asked about your group, they said, oh, well, they're in the second to easiest.
0: They said that. So I
1: thought for sure you guys were out.
0: Well, thanks a lot. We weren't. They said that, yeah, yours is the hardest room and the room that everyone else is in is for little babies. (laughs) And then she did the like she did the hands under her eyes like she was crying. She went for little babies. Yeah. And then when they found out that we didn't get out, the woman working there came up to us and asked uh, if we were little babies. And I was like, well, that's really inconsiderate.
1: Yeah, but there was nothing scary about it. I don't know. Like, I know there's the zombie escape rooms and stuff, but, like, I don't want someone grabbing me. Like, I want it to be legitimately scary. Like, while we're in there, it's kind of like a game of Clue. Like, Oh,
0: yeah. Like, you're, like, a,
1: like a person gets, like, kidnapped into the wall. And oh, you're like, yeah. wait, where did my sister-in-law go? Wouldn't that be cool? And then, like, they get their part of it. And, you know, I'm going to make my own escape room, I think.
0: Speaking of getting stolen into the walls, we were also talking about legends of the hidden temple and how terrifying that must have been for children because you were just captured by a man
1: yeah there i forgot about that (laughs) until we talked about it at thanksgiving
0: you literally ran through a maze that was essentially two-dimensional kinda and sometimes you'd get you'd get catched by a man
1: and they take you into the temple
0: yeah that's it then you're gone forever each one of those kids never heard from again (laughs) which (laughs) pardon my french
1: sucks creepy
0: yeah it is creepy
1: Last week we talked about you talked about aliens. Yes. And where were they
0: at? In Ohio, Ravenna.
1: Right around and Dale. Ravenna.
0: And Dale, and then he went into hiding for a long time.
1: And I talked about creepy some creepy lighthouses. There was the creepy one in Scotland where they all just disappeared.
0: Yes. Then there was one somewhere in the states. Maine. Maine, of course, it's in Maine. Or no,
1: New England.
0: Well, that's I think Maine is in New England. Yeah. Yeah, New New England's a region, right? I don't want to get into. Okay, if you don't remember, if you if this is your first time listening, two episodes ago, Lindsay and I forgot that Lake Michigan touched the state of Michigan, so we'll just breeze past this. Let's breeze past it. But then you and I also sang a lot last week when we were talking about the piano. And then I realized we, you know, you and I have a couple of beautiful voices.
1: (laughs) Well, maybe we're the only ones that think that.
0: That's fine, but it's fighting. I'm fighting every urge I can to not sing right now or sing my entire segment. Okay. Um, I'm just not sure. That was my way of asking if that's something that you want.
1: I think you should just get into what your topic is this week because I believe you're first.
0: Lindsay, I am first this week. So as always, well, as kind of always, I have a little bit of breaking booze Okay, this week. And it's a short one, but it's pretty intense. Okay, Okay. so you and I have alluded a little bit to, we really haven't talked that much about it just because I feel like I don't necessarily want to talk a lot about it. That's why it's a breaking booze, how there are, well, specifically one woman who says that she's had multiple relationships with certain spirits. Right. Yes. Uh, we'll just say romantic relationships with certain spirits, uh, but one of them proposed to her. Oh, okay. Yeah, isn't that nice?
1: Well, is she going to accept because she's in relationships with other spirits?
0: Well, this is the most serious one because mm. this spirit proposed to her. Now, the woman's name, which I guess is a real name, her name is Amethyst Realm, mm. which is I've journeyed to the Amethyst Realm when we were playing Stardew Valley, and I believe it's like the 20th or 30th level down in the mines, the Amethyst Realm. Um, sure. But I thought that would have been a better joke. Um <laughs> But she has apparently, I got to stop saying apparently, she has, according to this article, 15 relationships. Or she has had 15 relationships with spirits. And, And this
1: one just proposed.
0: Yeah, Amethyst Realm says that she heard the actual ghoul's voice. Proposed to her, and she made a joke. She she was saying, "Well, it didn't get down on one knee because it doesn't because it can't because it's a ghost." It doesn't
1: have any knees. And
0: that was her funny that was her funny goof. Yeah. um But they, I guess, her or Amethyst and the spirit had been had been going steady for nine months.
1: And he's already proposing, man.
0: See, I was going to say that's a long time to be in a relationship with a ghost. Yeah, but, but then, like,
1: what's your hurry? You're dead. Like nine months. Like
0: it's love, Lynn.
1: What's the ghost name?
0: I don't know if it said. I didn't. I only took a screenshot of the first few paragraphs, and I made sure to get her name, which is again Amethyst Realm. Yeah. Uh, but I didn't get the go. I didn't get the spirit's name because I also want to protect that spirit's anonymity.
1: Right, but not the lady that's still alive that could be harassed on the streets.
0: Amethyst Realm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one hundred percent.
1: Find her. Ask her questions.
0: Find her and say, "What's it like being in a relationship with a ghost?"
1: That would be like. Okay, so it's hard to communicate with ghosts. So your communication in your relationships already bad.
0: Yeah, well, I guess it's not difficult for her to communicate. It's actually well, pretty easy. Well, she's just
1: picking up relationships left and right. What? But then,
0: okay, go ahead.
1: Th- like ghosts don't do anything to help you out. Like I mean, they don't vacuum.
0: They could scare away intruders.
1: Yeah, but like they don't do the dishes. They can't make dinner. Like. Okay, great. Like they're basically being like leeches.
0: Well, what are some things then that a ghost could help you with? They mm. um, smell. Okay, so some people say that when they encounter a spirit, they smell that spirit's perfume or musk.
1: So they might smell good, but they could also smell bad. But some maybe people they, re, like report like sulfur smell.
0: Well, if it's demonic, I would I would venture a guess that it's not easy to have a nine month relationship with a demon. But it might be easier to have a nine month relationship with a non demon, just a standard ghost.
1: Yeah. They can I mean they're just they're there.
0: So I guess yeah, they're they're omnipresent, right?
1: You would think. If they're trapped in your house, then, like, they're always going to be, like, they're not going to leave you.
0: Yeah. Well, I don't see why some of these ghost investigation shows, why don't they holler at Amethyst Realm and ask her to join their team, at least for a few investigations? Because apparently she's very good at contacting ghosts. She's a literal ghost magnet.
1: Hmm.
0: Auga. That's like the the old cartoon noise, you know? She's
1: a babe in the ghost world.
0: Yeah. She's well i couldn't think of any like fun like because you know wayne's world they say babraham lincoln yeah i was trying to think of a ghost one that would work um, um she looks spooktacular but everyone says that's not very good
1: yeah i was trying to think of something like with dracula like dragula but then that's just a drag queen and that's not
0: and then that's also that rob zombie song
1: he has a song called dragula
0: oh for sure I didn't yeah. know that. It's, uh, I used to listen to it in eighth grade when I would be on the bus in the morning, which is like, why would I listen to that at like 730 in the morning? But uh, I used to listen to that whole CD. Get a little
1: white zombie on.
0: Well, it was when he split off and did his ro- just his Rob Zombie stuff. Oh. And it was on that same album with that song Living Dead Girl. Yeah. And then Dragula. You probably heard it. Dig through the ditches and burn through the... Something oh, yeah. like that. Oh, yeah,
1: Dracula. hmm Dragula. I do know what it was called that.
0: I guess it was like a cool car, like a drag racing car, but like, I don't mm. know, like a vampire themed or something.
1: She could be like a haunted hottie.
0: That's pretty good. Yeah, that's not a bad. Haunted
1: hottie of the hot world.
0: <laughs> of the hot world?
1: Yeah, I don't know. Yeah.
0: Well, I mean... a the I... hot
1: ghosty world.
0: Well, ghosts are always cold, and I guess comparatively, this world is very warm to them.
1: The goddess of the ghost.
0: Yeah, ghost goddesses, or yeah, yeah, goddess of the ghost, ghost goddess, spectral s- splendor.
1: Instead of like, hey girl, hey, they say like, hey ghost, hey. That's fine. Okay, I'm not very funny today.
0: <laughs> you know, neither am I. You know, we were in a car all day. We went and got groceries, which just automatically going to the grocery store just sucks the funny right out of you.
1: Yeah, the grocery store was scary today. Going on a Sunday is scary.
0: I've. Okay, so you and I collectively have been in a few haunted buildings mm-hmm. in our time. One, episode 30, of the Madison Seminary, we were in there. But I would say that I've left a grocery store feeling more of a powerful emotion of annoyance and a little bit of rage than I have <laughs> leaving a haunted building. Like So
1: like you would equate like being possessed by a demon and having that rage to like leaving Kroger at 4:30?
0: Oh, for sure, 4.30 on a Sunday? Yeah. Oh my gosh, or 5 on any weekday? Yeah. I just I just feel like you really see humans at their weirdest in a grocery store.
1: Just buying their food.
0: Just buying their food and it's a seemingly a pretty insignificant little thing. Oh, apples today. Great. There was the one guy on Yelp, we, uh, on Yelp who we saw yelping his trips to the grocery store. Eggs today. And then his next post was just milk. That was funny. But I don't know. People are very odd at the grocery store. Well- with that being said, are you ready for my <laughs> topic yes. this week? Okay. So, luckily, we've talked about grocery stores for about ten minutes because I have a little game for us to play.
1: Oh yeah, a about post- the grocery store.
0: It is. What's <laughs> what's the y- the the long yellow shape fruit?
1: Mmm, banana.
0: Close. Long lemon. Chimneys. Oh. Chimneys. Well, oh okay. no, it's yeah, a, a longer lemon.
1: Chimichurros. churros. churros. Yeah. Is that how you say them? well Chimichurros?
0: you've combined a churro and a chimichanga
1: oh chimichanga that's but what i'm thinking you, of
0: but you might be onto something real a chimichurro? good chimichurro. a chimichurro which could either be <laughs> a shorter and fatter deep fried cinnamon donut essentially hmm. or a chimichurro could be a very long and thin fried burrito both okay. would be good the chimichurro
1: i'll keep that in my idea bank
0: what else you got in there
1: Not much. There's just like a bunch of random crappy ideas rolling around in there.
0: High heels for dogs, um, (laughs) thicker syrup, chimichurros. Yeah. Okay, so... My game, we've played this before, I believe once, a long time ago, but I have a whole new thing. Is it
1: Goat or Ghost?
0: It is not Goat or Ghost. Oh, it's like going to be like... Because I treasure you. Okay. (laughs) I forget what we said it was. It was like Carl or Cryptid or something. So I I have a list of some real cryptids that we've never discussed on the show. And I also have some ones that I've made up. Okay. And it's your job to tell me... Real uh, or fake? Real or fake. Real meaning, well, real is subjective, right? Okay. But but let's just say cryptid or Carl, because I think that's what the game was called. Okay. Well, if that's what the game was called, let's go cryptid or Karen. How about that?
1: Cryptid or crap.
0: Yeah. Cryptid or crappy. (laughs) Okay. Okay. So if it's a real cryptid, you tell me. If it's not, crappy or crap. Okay. Whichever one you want. Are you ready, Lindsay? I'm ready. Whether they're real or fake, I think I've compiled a pretty good list. Okay. The first cryptid on the list that's absolutely real, and I'll say that before each one, is the Lulalore.
1: The Lulalore.
0: The Lulalore.
1: Okay, tell me about this cryptid.
0: I I have very brief uh, little descriptors of each cryptid. The Lulalore is from Scandinavia. Okay, believable so far.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, It sort of has a body of a worm. It lives underground. It has two bird heads. Mm-hmm. like a hawk or an eagle not just like a grackle or like a chickadee is that even a bird i don't know but i don't know two like birds of prey heads really nasty looking bird heads and a worm body it lives underground specifically underneath farming towns or farms in general and it preys on livestock mostly chickens at night it pops out of the ground and the two hawk heads on the Lulalore eat a chicken or many and then whoop Kind of like the
1: sandworms from Beetlejuice. Kind
0: of like a sandworm, but two-headed and the head of two heads of a hawk or any sort of bird of prey. The Lulalore.
1: I am going to say that one is crappy.
0: Okay, you are correct. I made up the Lulalore.
1: Well, um, the reasoning that I said that it was not real is because you said it was from Scandinavia and you were just talking about that a couple days ago, so I felt like... That was on your mind.
0: Okay. So what I'm going to ask from this <laughs> moment forward is that you forget everything I've said for the okay. past few days leading up until this show. Yeah. The next one's called leftover turkey meat. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think about that one?
1: Real. Yeah, 100%. it's real.
0: Yeah, it's 100% real. Okay. The next one. Are you ready? Yes. The germakoki.
1: The Gurmakoki
0: The germakoki or germakoki. Okay. Germakoki. The Gurmukoki is the Turkish equivalent to Bigfoot. Mm-hmm. Pretty real so far. Uh, Gurmakoki translates literally to mountain man. It lives around the forests of the southeastern part of the Black Sea. It eats humans, for sure. And it has a lumpy back. It has like weird little lumps all over its back, which uh, when, when people have described the Gurmakoki have made sure to say, oh, and it had a weird lumpy back. Uh,
1: so, there are actual reports that it eats people.
0: Yes. The Koki. There are also there were also actual real reports that the Lulalore ate chickens.
1: But you made that up.
0: I know. All I'm saying is they're all real. <laughs> so
1: are you saying that this one's not real as I'm well? saying
0: they're all real until you guess. <laughs> Schrodinger's cryptid.
1: I'll say that it's real.
0: The Koki. Yes. You are correct. The Gurmakoki is an alleged Bigfoot that lives in Turkey and... Looks way more so of a human slash Bigfoot, not necessarily a giant ape. Yes. A little upsetting to look at. They're only drawings, but especially the weird lumpy back. I don't know why they needed to add a weird lumpy back.
1: Hmm. I don't know why you would need lumps. I mean, does he hold water in it like a camel?
0: My lovely cryptid lumps. Check them out. (laughs) Uh, He holds blood in there or something, I guess. Maybe. I don't know.
1: I don't know. Could be useful.
0: Yeah, could be useful for sure. Okay. Are you ready for the next one? Yes. This one is called the Flugfleisch. Yes. Flugfleisch from Germany uh, or from Baden-Baden in Germany, which is a small town in Germany that actually exists. Uh, The Flugfleisch roughly translates to the flying meat monster.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: All right. That's about four foot tall when standing on its legs. And it looks like a hybrid of a bat slash human, more so on the bat scale, less so on the human scale.
1: Okay. That's it.
0: That's not it. Okay. I was waiting because Molly crawled on the couch. Oh. Um, The legend has it that an old butcher kept his meat in a cellar far underground. His cellar was full of bats. And to get rid of the bats, when when, when he'd walk down there, he'd just chop up the bats. The bats swarmed him and killed him. And then he was reincarnated as a bat monster. And then now he flies around and eats only people or cows. The Flugfleisch.
1: So he's like the bad batman
0: an actual batman like he's yes. if the
1: if the batman was like actually a batman yes i'm going to say that one's not real
0: what's well you're supposed to say crappy crappy correct i made up the flugfleisch <laughs> which flug in german I, I believe is fly and fleisch is meat so it's flying meat i guess is what yeah. flugfleisch is i thought that one was clever though i was i was really trying to dig yeah, deep yeah
1: they're clever
0: Okay, you ready for the next one?
1: Yes, I am ready. 100%.
0: Plunk weeps. Okay. Plunk weeps. All one word. And there... From Appalachia, West Virginia, Southeast Ohio, around there. And Plunkweeps essentially are just little mushroom people. Tiny little like foot high things with like longer flattened top of the heads that look like or are supposed to mimic the head of a mushroom or Mm -hmm. the top of a mushroom. They live in the bottoms of trees, ones that are hollowed out and nasty. They steal things from campers at night. They're just kind of mischievous. They're not necessarily deadly. And at night, they're they're said to be seen easily when you shine a light because they have particularly bright eye shine when you shine a light in their eyes. Hmm. Plunk Weeps from Appalachia.
1: I'm going to say that those are crappy.
0: Okay. Now, just let me ask you why.
1: Well, it might be a trick because I feel like you might have picked that one because you know that I know that you love mushrooms. Yes. And you love Appalachia. Yes, I do. And they're very innocent creatures. So it seems like something that you would make up. Okay. But it could be a trick.
0: But you're saying it's crappy.
1: I'm gonna still say that it's made up, but
0: Okay, you gotta say the C word. I
1: could totally I could totally see you being excited because you're like, oh, she's gonna totally think I made this one up. I made it up. Crappy. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's <was> crappy. <laughs> so I won. I still got it. Yeah, you, you did still get it. You did still get it. But speaking of Appalachia, really quick, just a quick hot take. The new Fallout game, don't like it.
1: Yeah, that's a whole nother podcast, I feel like. I
0: think it is too really upset about it
1: yeah pretty bummed
0: because fallout 4 was so great you and i spent a lot of hours i even replayed it like halfway but then yeah. it was just it, it just got too glitchy we'll move on please don't dislike us because we don't like fallout 76 it's do just what
1: you want but we're not big fans
0: no and hey if you like it we don't care that's perfectly fine you do you okay the next one you ready yes the ahul the ahul is from indonesia and the ahool is a giant flying primate, or a giant flying, or a giant bat mm-hmm. with a primate head. The second bat we have on the list. Uh, there are lookalikes of the ahool that live in New Guinea. It has red eyes, grayish fur, and sort of translucent uh, when its wings are fully spread, like a reddish tint to its wings, probably because of veins and blood and stuff. The ahool is extremely large, with an 18 to 24 foot wingspan. And it 1 million percent eats people. So it's either like a giant chimp or monkey with wings. Okay. Or a bat with a bigger head that has a flatter nose that looks like an ape, but with gigantic teeth.
1: I will say that one is real. Why is that? I don't know. I'm just feeling crazy.
0: Well, embrace your inner noodleness because that one is real.
1: Nice. Yeah. I have gotten them all right.
0: Have you? I haven't tricked you with any of them. No. Well maybe I'll trick you with this next one <laughs> okay ready okay I'm ready. Well, I'm also very proud of you that you that, that you're doing so well.
1: Well I'm sorry you have not tricked me
0: Hey I just had fun coming up with some of these <laughs> I bet okay ready yes the Repus ecaf monster
1: okay Repus ecaf.
0: the Repus ecaf monster
1: not to be confused with decaf
0: not to be clues to to be clues with the fashion. yes, you're right. Not to be confused with decaf. Okay. The repus ecaf monster uh, is from the, I believe I'm pronouncing this right, the Aegean Islands in Greece. Aegean sure the Aegean islands around Greece it's sort of griffin like you know like a lion body bird head and wings okay but it's a little bit well we'll just say dumpier has a lion body a
1: dumpy griffin
0: kind of like a dumpier griffin monster uh yeah mythical creature okay uh it has the head of like a slug or a snail Mm -hmm. no uh shell no shell or anything and also doesn't have wings so it's just a lion body with like a slug head. So it's not particularly imposing looking. It honestly does not do much except it blocks traffic on coastal roads around the island. They kind of just meander. They walk very slow, a la a snail or a slug, mm-hmm. and they block traffic. Now, they're, they're rare, but they do block traffic. And if you'd like to, according to Greek mythology or Greek folklore, if you're lucky enough, you can tame them and ride them around slowly. The Repus Ecaf.
1: I think that one is crappy.
0: Okay, and you're right. <laughs> <laughs> that one's just way too
1: far fetched. And especially say. when you throw it around, like when you threw in the hole, like you can ride them. Yeah. Yeah.
0: You ride them around.
1: Okay. Wouldn't that
0: be fun to ride around a giant slug-faced lion?
1: No, because the face would be gross. When they're big, Sluggy. they might be
0: cute for a second. When before you said farfetch, I thought you were going to say that was farty, and I was <laughs> I was prepared
1: farty party.
0: But also, spoiler alert: repus ecaf repus backwards is super, and ecaf backwards is fake. So it's the super fake oh. monster. I thought that was I thought that was funny
1: subliminal messages.
0: <laughs> I think it's that that's uh, residual escape room stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, I think so. Okay, you ready <laughs> for the last two? Yes. Okay, I think you're going to like the name of this one the most. Okay. Hungry grass. Oh. Mm-hmm. Hungry grass is from Ireland, sometimes referred to as fairy grass. It's a cursed patch of grass that whenever anybody walks over said patch of cursed hungry grass, they get an insatiable hunger and perpetual weakness. Super lethargic. You couldn't even like lift up a newspaper and you're super, super hungry. And hungry grass exists because it's cursed by leprechauns.
1: Hmm.
0: Happy St. Patrick's Day in March.
1: I'll say that that one is real.
0: Well, you're right. (laughs) You've gotten them all right. I guess
1: I'm just really good at cryptids.
0: Well, I think you're really good at knowing things that I would. Yeah, I need to to phone a friend for some of these (laughs) and get some like real zingers.
1: Everybody listening, I think you need to send Jordan an email or an Instagram or Twitter message and let him know some really cool cryptid ideas. So maybe we can hash this out. Yeah. The trickery.
0: Yeah. I need to be better at tricking you.
1: You can find us on Twitter, Instagram <laughs> at spooky underscore spouses, or you can email us at spookyspousescast at gmail.com. I think Jordan needs a little help. I don't know. You have one more. Let's see.
0: This will be the big one. <laughs> and you're really gonna you're probably gonna get it right. Okay. Okay, ready? Yes. Okay. This one is called The Greedles Tog Lippy church The
1: Greedles Tog Lippy church. Yes. Is it from Germany?
0: The Greedle's Lippichorch. Yeah. No, it's from Antarctica. Okay. Okay. So the Greedle's... <laughs> okay. Did you need the name again?
1: Yeah. One more time.
0: Greedle's Toglippichorch. Okay. From Antarctica. And it's an amphibious cryptid. It looks like a walrus. Yeah. The The face of a walrus, a little bit longer of a neck. But it has four fins in the style of a Nessie, but they're squattier and closer to the body. Mm-hmm. And instead of just having the two big walrus teeth, it has two on the top that protrude down and two on the bottom that protrude up. So it's got four monster chompers. Kind of like a snake. Kind of like, well, well, yeah, but they're no, always like maybe... exposed. Kind of like a warthog. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but bigger and nastier and colder because of the climate okay. in Antarctica. And they eat anything they can find. They pop out of the ice if they if, if they need to, because it's easy because they got them chompers, or they eat seals underwater, fish, maybe polar bear, maybe researchers, I don't know. The I was gonna say the name the Greedles Greedles tog Lippichorch. Is that what I said it was? <laughs> I have to read the name again. The Greedles tog Lippy Yep. Yeah?
1: Okay. Actually this one I'm feeling a little stumped on.
0: Okay. Please dig deep. And I hope you ace it. I hope you ace my game.
1: Hmm. I'm gonna go with it's real.
0: Do you really mean that?
1: <laughs> I guess so.
0: It's crappy.
1: Oh, see, you got me with the last one. With
0: the, what was the name of it?
1: The Toddles Pinar grippy torch
0: yeah the toddles peener lippy torch <laughs> i don't know
1: i don't remember
0: the greedles tog lippy torch
1: so what made you come up with that name
0: i was like i'm gonna come up with a really long name
1: and you're like hmm these are funny words put them all together
0: i just started typing a uh, letter after letter and i was like now we need some vowels and then i'm like okay a greedle's <laughs> funny i'm like okay tog all right great
1: well see that one was pretty good because the name was the only thing making me think that it was fake So everything else, I was like, could researchers make up their own cryptid? Yeah, of course. So For for something living in the water, that makes sense.
0: Well, I was going to include at the very end just for like a little goof that it worked part-time as a dishwasher at the Dave & Buster's in Antarctica. Oh,
1: yeah, because there's a bunch of reviews for the Antarctica down there that does not exist.
0: doesn't exist. Uh, well, we don't know because we've never been there.
1: <laughs> if you really want to, you know, tick off Dave & Buster's, write a review about how great the Dave & Buster's is in Antarctica, apparently it really makes them mad.
0: I don't know how big our poll is, but if we could pull everyone together and use our spooky influence to get everyone to yelp about the Antarctica Dave & busters and if you and if you screenshot it and send it to us that will be hilarious very cool well that's all i have
1: well should we do a little haunted housekeeping yes let's tidy up
0: and then we'll come back and then we'll dive into whatever you have planned
1: yeah it's something new this week i don't think we've ever talked about this topic dogs It's just gonna be dogs. No, I've actually talked about ghost dogs.
0: Oh, yeah, you're right.
1: It's gonna be casseroles.
0: Oh, I love a good casserole. Great. Well, stay tuned for some good casserole talk in three, two, one.
1: So first, we'd like to share a little info about our great pals at Viddy Space. Vidi Space is a streaming app just like Hulu or Netflix that you can find anything paranormal, ghost, cryptid, whatever you want related.
0: If you want a documentary on Bigfoot, I think there's over 7 million of them on Viddy Space. If you want to watch any of the new movies by Seth Breedlove, like The Bray Road Beast, he also did The Mothman of Point Pleasant movies about the Flatwood Monster, or any streaming shows, uh, shows that Elizabeth Saint or Nick Groff, the two founders, are on, you can go to viddy.space now and start searching for a ton of haunted content.
1: They also have 15 days free. If you want to try it, check it out, see some scary stuff, see if you like it.
0: And big news over the turkey-filled, carb-loading, tryptophan-inducing weekend that Viddy Space has just unveiled their brand new app for iPhone users.
1: Yeah, so it's now even easier than ever to catch up on your cryptids.
0: Say you work a job and for some reason you have a three hour lunch and you like to nap in your car. You can go to your car, open up your vidispace app and watch some haunted documentaries uh, or some stuff about aliens or now listen to podcasts. So if you'd like to, I believe on the App Store for iOS users, just search vidi space, V-I-D-I space. Or if you'd like to, go to vidi.space on any browser you'd like and start checking stuff out and browse for 15 days for free
1: we'd also like to give a shout out to our network the scavengers network it is a wonderful group of people that bring a awesome bunch of podcasts to you shows like journey under 30 historical hotties state your case
0: the scavengers network can be found on basically any form of social media instagram twitter facebook there is also a brand new website that our beautiful boss baby colin parker put together called ScavengersNetwork.com. there you can check out all the shows you can read about happenings that what's what's going on with the network and i believe that colin and morgan spatola uh morgan is also a scavengers a scav fam member uh will be releasing a brand new show at the beginning of 2009 19
1: some fun to look forward to
0: yes and i'm also part right now of another scavengers network show called myth takes where we play monster of the week and the last few episodes are coming out they come out every other thursday and we're hunting witches
1: sounds spooky
0: it's too spooky whenever we record i cry very hard because i'm so scared but i hide it very well go to scavengersnetwork.com and start checking out some stuff today
1: and you can find us on there too hey why not so say stay spooky Let's
0: just say hey and say spooky or stay, else.
1: hashtag stay scavy <laughs> netty
0: yeah scavy netty
1: great Okay, well, welcome back. Hopefully, um, you didn't get too scared over Jordan's cryptids that he created earlier.
0: And if you did, I apologize, but please keep in mind that this is a joke.
1: It's just a funny joke.
0: It's just a, well, funny in air quotes. It's just a, yeah, it's just a joke.
1: Okay, so my topic this week, I didn't really know if I wanted to do it it because it could get pretty intense. Okay. But I'm keeping it pretty mild. I kind of want to dabble in cults.
0: Okay.
1: We've never really talked about cults. I mean, people know of like the big Manson family and the Sharon Tate thing. And, you know, that wild, wild country is like a big thing out on Netflix right now. And, you know, people love hearing about these weird communities that people live in.
0: Is it weird for me to say that I've always kind of wanted to be in one, like a really extreme one, and then like leave before it gets too silly?
1: Well, I mean, I feel like you just want to be part of a group of friends that like hang out. Well, no, well,
0: yes, true, but I also (laughs) want to see like
1: what's happening there.
0: Like, what if the some of the cults who say like, oh yeah, we talk to aliens all the time.
1: There are alien cults. I mean, there were a lot of them. I just didn't talk about a lot of them. I picked kind of two that were a little more mild, because the alien ones are very like sacrificial.
0: Oh, gross.
1: Yeah, because like they have to, they feel like they have to sacrifice for the aliens. But anyways, there are a lot of people that were in part of cults and stuff growing up. I mean, Joaquin and River Phoenix were in a cult growing that's, up.
0: Oh, yeah, that's right.
1: They were in the Children of God cult, along with the Florence actress, Rose McGowan.
0: Yeah, sure. She's always
1: like the real pale skin, dark hair, like she always kind of plays the rebel. Oh, okay. You would know who she was, but she was in the... Children of God, Glenn Close and her parents joined the Moral Rearmament, the MRA cult, okay. which is a super, super extreme conservative group. Wow. And I think that's why, like, Glenn Close, have you noticed that she does a lot of political shows? Yes, she does. I think because she was like, man, this cult was terrible. You yeah, couldn't do the- anything.
0: Yeah, because I believe, isn't it, she she usually speaks out on fairly like Democrat to liberal sort of stuff. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, I believe so too.
1: Probably because she grew up in this cult. Yeah. Um, Nona Ryder and her family, they moved to the Rainbow Commune in California.
0: I feel like I knew that.
1: They lived there for three years with seven other families. They had no electricity on a 30 acre property or 300 acre property. Oh my
0: gosh. I thought you were going to say, oh, sorry. I mean three. (laughs) Eight
1: families on a 30 acre property.
0: 300 acres?
1: Yeah, Michelle Pfeiffer. She moved to Los Angeles when she was 20. She became involved with a couple who believed in... Breathe
0: Okay. That's
1: when you feel like you are able to live without food and water and sunlight will provide you with all the nourishment you need.
0: There was um on that show, Moaning of Life, that we love so much with, with
1: Carl Pilkington, yeah.
0: Yeah. He went to India and sat on a roof, and this guy was leading, I guess, a service or something where people came up on a roof and just stared at the sun for, for like an hour or and two. And they
1: like don't eat for months. It's crazy. That guy said he didn't eat
0: or sleep or drink water for four months.
1: Yeah. David Arquette and his family, they were born in the Skymont-Sabud commune in Virginia. He lived there with the rest of his family and his parents and friends until the 70s. So they just kind of hung out in that one. Um, <laughs> but those are just some like famous people that were parts of cults. But let's get into some real things now. Pardon me if I mispronounce names because they're kind of hard.
0: Hey, I think that's perfectly fine.
1: This cult is called the Ant Hill Kids.
0: Okay, I don't think you mispronounced any of those ones. No,
1: <laughs> but the person that ran it was Roche Therault.
0: Roche Thirault?
1: Yes, R O C H, Roche. Sure. And then T H E R I A U L T.
0: Thirault? Thirault?
1: I don't know if it would be like a French. Anyways, we'll call him Roche. Roche. So he ran a small doomsday cult in Ontario, Canada. This was between 1977 and 1989. Um, that's
0: a fairly long time
1: yeah he exercised the absolute control over dozens of adults and at least 26 kids most of them he fathered himself
0: whoa that's a lot of children so
1: yeah he just had a big like party We'll say <laughs> sure,
0: <laughs> twenty six times.
1: So he did get kicked out of another cult before the Seventh Day Ad- Adventists.
0: Yeah, the the Seventh Day Advent or Ad- Adventists or Adventists. I've heard about them, but I don't know anything about him. But I don't know name. much
1: about him either. He did get kicked out of there, but then he got mad, so he decided to organize a group himself. The <laughs> way he organized his group. Just to give a little idea of how this man worked, Roche. He would go to detox seminars for people trying to quit drugs or drinking. Yeah. And he would recruit them.
0: Oh, so he So was, he took
1: the vulnerable.
0: So he was a real scumbag.
1: Yeah, he convinced several of them to quit their jobs, leave their families, and live with him in the wilderness. Okay. Well, sure.
0: Seems like a typical typical thing so far.
1: Right. So that's what gave them the name, the Ant Hell Kids, because there were a lot of kids and they lived out in the woods. So he demanded a lot of work from them. Mm-hmm. He was really mean. Um, if they did not do what he said, he even would do things like forcing them to break their own legs with sledgehammers okay, if wait. they refused.
0: <sighs> beg, beg pardon?
1: Yes. So... If you did not do what he wanted you to do, you had to basically torture yourself.
0: You had to hit your leg with a sledgehammer. As
1: punishment. That's
0: so, I've, I've, that just made me feel real woozy.
1: He would do a lot of horrible other things, just tons of abuse, crazy stuff but it all kind of fell apart a little bit. He tried to predict the end of the world in 1979, and people started questioning his abilities and his loyalty because the world obviously did not end. Or did it? So the fact that they started doubting him, he would nail people to trees, he would make them hurt themselves, he would make them pluck their hair out one by one.
0: Goodness gracious.
1: Just a lot of, Really horrible forms of abuse.
0: Yeah, no kidding.
1: And these people are so brainwashed that they're like, okay, well, I'm doubting him, so I must be wrong.
0: I'm an anthill kid.
1: Right. So he also performed surgeries himself.
0: Oh, he had he? no
1: medical background. He I had no <laughs> medical equipment. He did not use <laughs> anesthetics. Um, He resulted in some deaths. Some. Yeah. Um. Maybe this is a little grotesque, but he actually did a surgery on a woman, and her intestines fell out.
0: Oopsie, lost them.
1: Yeah, and she passed away. <laughs> so.
0: And he was just trying to remove a wisdom tooth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I Probably. was about I was about to ask when you when you said he did surgeries, I was like, oh, good. And what was his medical training? Well, I've seen Nothing. plenty. Of, I've seen plenty of shows.
1: Yeah, so he was a pretty bad man. In 1989, which was kind of the end of his cult years, a man named Gabriel was brutally mu- like mutilated by him, but he got away, uh-huh. and he contacted the authorities. They gave Roche a life sentence, Good. and when he was put in prison, he was actually killed in 2011 by his cellmate. His cellmate said he could not stand him anymore. <laughs>
0: I wonder why like what if it was like he just had a really bad singing voice or something or like
1: oh he's probably just talking all this nonsense all the time
0: we get it we get you're you're a real good dentist I get it
1: yeah so his or yeah he tried to perform like surgery on his cellmate and it's like no dude you told me about how that lady's intestines fell out I don't believe you
0: I don't want that right now today I'm good
1: yeah. So he died not too long ago, 2011. Um, He was killed. And still to this day, a good portion of his cult followers mm-hmm. have never recovered from their abuse or his teachings.
0: I mean, I wouldn't They're suspect- They're still so
1: brainwashed.
0: Yeah. I wouldn't suspect that anyone would really recover from that. Especially it's if you're in a position crazy. where like you're really impressionable where you're going to rehab. Yeah. Or like some, uh, sorry, a detox clinic. Yeah. That's a lot.
1: So Roche was not a great guy.
0: No, I would say a very bad guy.
1: Well, the fact that like he didn't even like he didn't create this like most of the time these cults come out of nowhere and it's like I was inspired. Like Manson was very music and he was a charming guy and he could get people to like him. Like Roche mm-hmm. just went to like straight to the vulnerable people. Yeah. And was like, "Listen, what's everyone doing nothing? I got a place for you to live." Seems like a
0: coward a little yeah. bit. Yeah.
1: Like usually when someone gets killed in their cell by their cellmate, you feel kind of bad, but for him you don't feel so bad.
0: No, because he lost someone's intestines.
1: What if his cellmate was another leader from a different cult that like, also <laughs> was a bad doctor and they were trying to perform surgeries on each other? That'd be fun. And he just accidentally killed him. He's like, I don't know, his intestines fell out. It's I, weird.
0: I, I performed surgery. I, I murdered him by putting a bag of marshmallows where his stomach would be. <laughs>
1: Got him. I spent all week working for the pay for those marshmallows. <laughs> um so the next cult leader that I have is the Hono Hana Sanpogyo.
0: Yeah, that's that one's That one rolls right off. Hono
1: Hana <laughs> Sanpogyo.
0: Hono Hana Sam what?
1: Hono Hannah Sanpogyo. Okay. Or Pogyo.
0: Is it P O G I O?
1: It's Japanese.
0: I have no idea then. I'm
1: just pronouncing it by how it's spelled. So It was referred to as the foot reading cult. Okay. So the founder of this claimed that he was the reincarnation of both Jesus Christ and Buddha. Mixed together. Yes. And that he could diagnose followers problems simply by examining their feet.
0: I mean, there is a lot of like foot stuff and reflexology and stuff, but I don't I I feel like this isn't that.
1: Yeah. And he said he was the only person that could do it properly. And if somebody improperly examines your feet, you could die. Okay. (laughs) So he scared a bunch of people and was like, no, you got to have me examine your feet and I will tell you how you're going to live your life and you're going to be part of this cult because I am Jesus Christ and Buddha.
0: All in one. Yeah. Trust me. I'm very good.
1: That's really like you're really making a claim for yourself
0: yeah that's a pretty that's a monstrosity of a claim
1: yeah like you better step your game up
0: that would be like me going to play basketball and saying that i was also a warlock and I had taken the abilities from Larry Bird or all the people who showed up on Space Jam. Like I absorbed all Bill their Murray. powers. Bill Murray, <laughs> uh, the one guy who was Newman in the in oh, Seinfeld, yeah. and who I got who got eaten by the Dilophosaurus in Jurassic Park. <laughs> uh, I got I've I've imbued all their power, and I can slam dunk like crazy.
1: And then you got a little Air Bud in there.
0: I also I also absorbed the power of Air Bud, the Golden Retriever.
1: Aww.
0: I love that movie. Kinda I didn't like the kid. I just more dog please
1: just more dog get rid of the kid
0: also the kid was in band try to play trombone and he threw his slide off of his trombone you don't play trombone and throw your slide it's come like, on i don't even on, remember kid. that oh, man. but
1: anyways there were many different methods to the way he examined his, their feet i guess he would go in great detail about your life and how you should be living. Um, Some of his methods were traits like short toes indicated that you had a short temper. Um, (laughs) Fat toes meant your life would be filled with good fortune. Oh, I have kind of skinny toes, so I don't know. I don't don't have short toes. I don't have skinny toes, so I don't have either of those things. I
0: was going to say, what about if you have one toe and when you were younger you broke it twice in one month and it doesn't look like it belongs on your body? because it looks like someone else's toe. <laughs> I mean, I'm just... I, I'm asking for just a friend. Just spitballing. Yeah, just a hypothetical I don't know.
1: We'll have to ask Oh no, Hana Senpagyo.
0: Okay, we'll ask him.
1: But everybody started to kind of revolt because people were realizing after that he was charging $900 <laughs> per foot per inspection.
0: That's a lot of money. So
1: like a bunch of people started stepping up to his cult and they're like, well, no I want intended. you to know. Yeah, and then... <laughs> They get their credit card bill, and they're like, what?
0: And he's asking them-
1: $1,800 for this?
0: And he's asking them to foot the bill. (laughs) (laughs) That stinks.
1: Oh, my gosh. (laughs) I don't know. Flat-footed. I don't know. I don't know foot jokes. I don't know either. I should have looked up foot jokes. I'm sorry. That's okay. Yeah, it's all right. But that's pretty much it. They just got mad at them because they're like, oh, yeah, for your inspection, air quotes- yeah, you charged me eight hundred, eighteen hundred dollars. I
0: went to this guy's office and he and he uh, threw an ice cube at my foot, and he was like, "Well, that'll be that'll be nine hundred bucks."
1: Yeah, there was one that I was gonna go into, but then it got really grotesque. It was an alien one, and I thought you would really love it because, like, the first paragraph was about how they would throw sheep in the air, and I just thought about <laughs> aliens and people throwing sheep around, and I'm like, "Oh, that's really funny." And then. As I kept reading, it it like got weird and it was a lot of nakedness and it was a lot of silly things. So I kind of was like, well, I'm going to leave that out. But side note, there is a cult out there that believes in aliens and they throw sheep around.
0: So throwing sheep in the air makes me think of you and I recently have been watching videos on YouTube about like glitches in red dead redemption oh
1: them hovering and stuff yeah
0: like the horse is just <laughs> flying funny. in the air all of us.
1: i wonder if that's what they were thinking like maybe if they threw the sheep in the air if one hovered then you're like oh you have an alien spacecraft above you
0: oh i mean that's not a bad idea Or maybe
1: they just hated sheep well i mean i have like throw the sheep around
0: i haven't spent a lot of time with sheep i mean they're cute but
1: yeah i mean they seem fine but maybe they're jerks i know but like i still wouldn't want to throw one around
0: Well, have you ever like really met one?
1: (laughs) Maybe. I don't know.
0: (laughs) Now, let me ask you this. If you could create a cult, what would it be based off of if you feel like, oh, this is what I could for sure get people on board with. And then you'd also have to come up with a cool name for yourself.
1: I mean, it doesn't necessarily have to be a bad thing. No, not at
0: all. I think the whole like connotation of a cult societally we're like, oh, cults are bad, but you could create a friendly cult.
1: Yeah, well, I think cults are considered bad, but, like, organizations are considered (laughs) better.
0: Yeah, I think with with cults, the whole, like, brainwashing thing is sort of implied, but organizations, not really.
1: I mean, if I could brainwash people and have a cult, maybe just to, like, I don't know, of course you want them to do stuff for you, because that's what all cult leaders do. Like, they want people to listen to them and, like, treat them like they're some sort of god. Yeah. I don't know, like, maybe just do, like, fun stuff, like, maybe go to, like... TG Maxx Home Goods or something, like help me pick out candles. Go with lots of candles. Always a lot of candles. Uh, yeah, like yeah, yeah. good smelly stuff. Mm. Like it always smells really good. Maybe we live in yurts. Because that just cool. seems cool.
0: Yeah, yurts are cool. I stayed in a yurt once. That was really cool.
1: Yeah, maybe we like go outside and throw sheep around.
0: Yeah, but like in a funny way and
1: giggle. <laughs> well, you throw sheep and you catch them, so you know they yeah. don't get hurt.
0: Then you give them a little kiss between their eyes. <laughs> like...
1: Little kisses. There's like a bunch of mollies running around.
0: Oh, that's just nice. it's
1: Aussie crazy, and it's just part. It's like barking nonstop, and like it's kind of annoying.
0: So you're basically saying you just want people to hang out with you, and sometimes go to TJ Maxx, Home Goods. And I'm basically
1: then... saying just what we do. Like okay. basically, I have a call, and it's you.
0: Yeah, and Molly. Well. We haven't stayed in a yurt yet.
1: No, but we could.
0: I've always wanted to stay in a I don't know. Again. I really
1: don't know what I would want to do for a cult. Like, I... I wouldn't... I don't know either. There's nothing that I'd really want... Like, maybe just a big group of people that would just are nice to each other.
0: Yeah. And like, when people are walking around you and they need to get by you, they do the weird old-fashioned thing where they say, oh, excuse me really quick, and they yeah. scoot by you. A they lot like of people... They open doors for you. There was one... There was one guy when we were at the escape room that I was talking to my dad and your brother... And we were standing, it was a kind of a small area, and this one guy walked up trying to get by us, but didn't say anything, just stood there and like looked kind of like he was about to look all the way down at the ground, but then stopped his head 45 degrees, and then like held his hand up, like, what's the deal here, but didn't say anything. And then we kind of moved out of the way and then flicked his hand like, hello? but didn't say, it, excuse me. So I think I would also Was want... he in your
1: room? <laughs> no, he wasn't in the room, no. It was like- <laughs> There was like... a random man in your escape room.
0: Yeah, there were some guys, like, I'm not part of the thing.
1: Rude Rick. Just... Rude Rick. Rude Rick just popping up in your escape room.
0: But I think starting cults for good- perhaps yeah maybe promoting politeness and just not like overtly polite but just being a normal person and being a little bit polite i'd be fine with that we'd
1: be terrible call leaders
0: yeah because i wouldn't want to make anyone do anything he'd be like oh take the day
1: off i'll just i'll do it myself don't worry about it i got it i know i'm like kind of like a a jesus and a buddha but (laughs) i don't know i'll
0: I'll throw the sheep
1: okay fine if i was gonna have a call i would brainwash people just to give me money
0: Okay, wow, that really just, ha- that was a very quick one.
1: Well, because I thought about it and I'm like, this guy ripped people off by doing an inspection on their feet. So I would just brainwash people to give me money somehow and like it wouldn't bankrupt them. Yeah. But like I would just get enough that I'm like, I don't have to work. Maybe we don't just, have to
0: work. What about just like 20 bucks out of every uh, out of every paycheck?
1: I guess that's like what a lot of advertisement companies do today is like they just brainwash people to give you money.
0: Oh yeah, for sure. I was looking in a Black Friday catalog over the over the weekend because catalogs still exist, I guess. Mm-hmm. And I was looking around and I'm like, man, nobody knows needs this stuff but everyone always
1: the the typical gifts that people get are like See, people always say like candles are a bad thing. I love getting candles. Oh,
0: for sure. Candle I love
1: candles. But like a George Foreman grill. Yeah. Everybody's all. Everybody's already had one of those. Whether it was a quesadilla maker, the George <laughs> Foreman.
0: And they left it on there. The and
1: sandwich they, maker.
0: And they left it on their counter and they forgot to wash it once and they just left it there for a it just got nasty. And then nasty. you throw it away
1: or give it away because yeah. you're like, I'm never going to use this. Oh, an ice cream maker. This is going to be great. Use it one time. It works mediocre and then you never bring it out ever again
0: too expensive bluetooth headphones
1: yeah i think pretty much everything that my mom gives us in her stockings
0: she does give us candy though
1: headlamps yeah headlamps we do get candy
0: i do like i mean i like candy i also think headlamps are great to be totally honest headlamps rule yeah but i think this is the part of our show episode 54 towards towards the very end where people realize man they're 32 going on 65 <laughs> wow what's something young and relevant we can say uh um, ariana grande
1: oh i guess the cool thing we got up with uh jordan's second cousin and she said that like any kind of jewelry and stuff is called drip yeah or like if you just got like the cool slang now
0: yeah if you just got a ton of swagger you say uh
1: she told you to get a raincoat for all that drip
0: that's right drip (laughs) and then i asked her if saucin was a thing or if you have too much sauce and she said no no but she's 17 so like i believe her but it's also like how much does she know
1: she doesn't even know it yet no. Well, anyways, that was my topic. Just a little bit, of, a little taste of cults. Man, there's so many out there.
0: I'm sure there are billions of cults.
1: And they're all pretty crappy.
0: Yeah. Let's start a good cult. You and I. A good one. A fun one.
1: Okay. I'm Let po- us know if you want to be one. part of our fun cult.
0: Yeah. Polite, just a polite group of people.
1: Just shout out at um spooky spouses or spooky underscore spouses on Instagram or Twitter or email us at spooky cast at gmail.com. Let us know if you want to be part of our cult and tell us what thing that you would bring to our cult to make us a fun cult.
0: But it has to promote positivity.
1: And then we'll give you a really cool, fancy, smancy acceptance letter if you're accepted.
0: Yes. It has to promote inclusivity, something fun, something, fun, something positive. This is a cult for for the people and we mean the people everybody on earth yes yeah even dogs be part of our cult maybe some cats if it's like a Maine Coon but like
1: cats can come too
0: yeah sure bring your cat whatever uh but please bring your dogs Great. okay well we would like to thank Eli Rexford Chambers for writing the music you heard at the beginning middle and end of our show you can find Eli on Instagram no well yeah Instagram and Twitter at Eli who does music hello Eli goodbye Eli
1: We'd also thank everybody over at the Scavengers Network. It's a big old family. It's kind of another good little cult we have.
0: Yes. Oh, it's very culty.
1: Yeah, but we love it.
0: Yeah, I mean, in a Thanks, good way. Thanks, guys.
1: You guys are all great, wonderful shows. Check it out.
0: Scav cult is what we say sometimes. Well, until next Monday, have a spectacularly spooky and positively pop-par-pan. Have a great week.
1: Have a six hundred dollar foot inspection Thursday. Have
0: a twenty dollar foot inspection Wednesday from an actual. Uh, what's the? What are the foot doctors called?
1: Podiatrist? Uh, podiatrists.
0: Podiatrists. Who's a member of our positive cult. And uh, the co-pays are very low. And you don't need to worry about insurance because everything costs a fairer price.
1: Or just get a pedicure.
0: Ooh, yeah. Go get a pedicure.
1: Foot inspection. I love them. About 40 bucks.
0: And a good rub. Heck yeah. Everyone needs their legs rubbed a little bit.
1: Anyways, spooky, scary. Our podcast is about scary things, nightmares, have a nightmare Saturday.
0: Not about salt scrub. I
1: hope you get taken by a demon.
0: Okay, well.
1: Or someone from the legends of the hidden temple.
0: Yeah, and then you get to meet your family afterwards.
1: And you you did not win.
0: So there. (laughs) Okay, well, we'll see each and every one of you next week. Thanks for listening. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. Bye. I'm feeling good in the hood.
1: Could? You feel that good in the hood?
0: <laughs> I'm not sure what would <laughs> nor could make me feel so good in the hood.
1: Trud. <laughs> <laughs>